The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is now what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. What's up, everyone? I'm Noah Daniels. Hey, y'all. I'm JJ. Hey, guys. I'm Kat. And we're here for another episode of The Real Hauntings Podcast. And I'm doing the intro today because I'm bringing on one of my old friends. We're not not like old, but like we are old. Uh, we're I guess we're kind of old. We're getting there. My friend Liz is coming on the podcast today, who I met in middle school. Yeah, I think so. One of my OG friends in middle school, and because we used to compete for like AR points, like reading points, and <laughs> we fangirled over Orlando Bloom. These are just things I associate oh with you. Oh my goodness! When wow. Don't you back. I know you had like an Orlando Bloom purse that either I gave yes. you for your birthday, or you gave it to someone, or I saw it someone said, give it to you. I'm pretty sure it said "Future Mrs. Bloom," and I'm cringing yes. at that memory. <laughs> Yes. Was this, was this before or after? It was Lord during of the Rings? Lord of the Rings. It was oh, during it was all like, that. I, like he was like fresh off of Pirates. He was like, you know, uh, yeah. dreamy. 2003. It's like 2003. Yeah. He really peaked. And then like, what? Has, oh, he's how still is fine. He doing? But what? what is? He's married to Katy Perry. He doesn't have. Oh, he's married to Katy Perry. Yeah, he said. And right. they like have a baby and stuff. Okay, yeah. Orlando. So and yeah. then we went to high school together. And then we just like dropped off the face of the earth, which is fine. Like we, right. you know, but we still stay in contact with social. We did that whole social. Right. Thing. Right. To be fair, and I didn't talk to anybody after high school, not because of any no. reason. I just, I don't know. Well, same here. And I was just saying like, you know, we were good friends. We were never like frenemies. We were never like the tightest friends ever. So it's kind of makes sense. People drift and they come back together. And I think that's really cool because it feels like we're both in similar places in our life. And you just started your own podcast. It's called the in-between podcast. And before I get into that, I just want to say, Kat, one thing that I've always admired about you is you're a fellow artist, fellow creative. So you were in band, um, I was in chorus and you did theater stuff too, right? But it was like community theater. Cause I remember us like you were, cause I remember that someone named Hunter. Am I remembering that correctly? Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I just, 
I just wanted, I've been like, I was like today, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Just another fellow creative. I love being on creative. Yeah, yeah. and I like yeah. to imagine while Kat was doing her whole, like, uh, this is how we know each other speech that Liz is going, oh man, so we're not best friends. Right. <laughs> I mean, I did start to sweat a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what if I was like, actually, we brought you on because remember that time you used to bully me? No, just kidding. Like, Get her. Oh, gosh, was that me? <laughs> no, never, never, We're the cyberbullying podcast. That's for another conversation on your podcast podcast but let's get into ghosts first and then we're gonna go talk about your podcast but okay. i i would like i'm glad we touched base because you sent me some cool uh sneak peeks <laughs> of stories that you have i haven't told them yet oh you is, haven't okay it's usually opposite usually noah has the stories and we haven't heard it but um anyways yeah so before we start or get into them we're gonna hop over to our believe meter and we would love to know on a scale of zero to 10, 10, meaning you literally have a ghost right next to you that you are best friends with zero, meaning uh, you don't believe at all. Where do you lie? Well, I do not have a Casper, the friendly ghost next to me. Um, I am going to say a 10. I believe in the otherworldly. Absolutely. I may not understand it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Certain parts mm -hmm. of it, but I think there's just, that's just part of life. You just aren't going to always understand everything and you just have to embrace that. And that's what makes it exciting and also kind of terrifying sometimes. <laughs> really quick, I, I we, were, we were talking before the call or excuse me, the call, I'm in like corporate mode, excuse me, before our episode, you were talking about skeptics and this and this. So before y'all started this podcast, were y'all true believers or uh, were you skeptics then? Like, so I'm just curious, is this what helped, like help not, or I guess enabled you to be like, oh, snap, crackle pop. Yeah, I would say I'm pretty close to a 10 now. When we started, I was probably around a five, six, or four to six, depending on the day of the week. Mm -hmm. um, we have done so many of these interviews. And for me, anyway, I won't speak for Kat and JJ. There have been things that even we've seen and heard from people that now I would, some of them, I would even consider them my friends that I cannot explain other than the fact that it has to be something supernatural. Yeah. With I that like being said, there are also people that, we've had on that I don't believe at all. Um, but I, I, I would say that I'm pretty close to a 10 at this point. Yeah. I feel like I started off like just shy of five and now I'm like closer to six or seven. I definitely am a 10. And the fact that all the people that have come on, most of the people that have come on have had really true experiences and they believe that. Um, I don't know when I, yeah. Yeah. It's been a growth process. What about you? I I'd say when we started, I was somewhere between zero and one. I love it. Uh, yes. And and now I'd say, I don't really, I don't really like assigning a number to it. I guess I would say maybe like a five, like just middle of the road. Whoa. I, I, I prefer instead of a number, I prefer just to say, yes, that's <laughs> exactly what I was going to say. Pushes her imaginary glasses up on her face. As she's Which <laughs> by the way, makes me like have to do this. Like that. there's yeah. like a psychosomatic I moved my hand to my face. And Did I you do to, it too? I tried uh, to casually play it off. I won't lie, but it's, it's really okay. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's impossible. It's a personality to. trait for people with glasses. It's I'm like when someone yawns and then you have to yawn. It's the same thing with with pushing your glasses up your nose. But yeah, you know, somebody um, I, I did a recording with Becky, my bloody Galantine. You know, she pointed out that Kat and JJ and I, what we're doing really should be considered our own paranormal investigations. Granted, we're not taking scientific data we're not doing our own recordings or qualitative study yeah, yeah but we're definitely exactly. taking I, I think when what you know whenever we do our final episode i think we will have the largest catalog of first-hand account 
you know, of, of ghost stories. And I think that'll be pretty cool for people who are curious about the paranormal to go back and see interviewers who aren't, you know, necessarily diving in and trying to convince people like, oh, all these ghost stories are real, you know, and I, I think that's what kind of separates us, hopefully from other podcasts. But Liz, I am curious, how old were you when you had your first supernatural encounter? The, the story that I have to share was, I think it was 2018, 2000, okay. no, 2017, excuse me, because it was before my car accident. And I mean, I don't know, I, and also I want to disclaim something when I said 10 with the otherworldly and believing all that, I, that also includes just like the, the afterlife, they're just being more, I'm not even talking about heaven and hell necessarily. It's just like, I don't know if it's an energy or something. And I guess yes. and all of that fall in that realm. Yeah. So I can't explain it, but I believe in something. So that's why I'm going to say it's a 10. Sorry. I've yeah. been on that while y'all were talking about your answers. I started like marinating a little bit more and I was like, all right, let me just, yeah, it's a hard thing yeah. to think. Cause I feel like when we started this, I was like deconstructing out of my like super religious kind of a phase and all that stuff. And very confused because it's you know you're taught to believe in spirits and it's never talked about and anyways no, um no. I totally understand that because now I'm like there's something it's I mean you, we live here and it's a, there's no anyways. way we're all just on this blue random planet in the middle of randomly nowhere and just floating and chilling and that's just it right yeah anyways sorry not to get all there but uh, <laughs> so my, my personal first experience was uh, back in 2017, I was 26, but I grew up always like my, my Nana would always tell me the story of how, when her mother was dying and she died, like in the house, um, this would have been my great grandmother. And she passed way before I was born. Um, but when she was, when she passed my aunt, so my mother's sister was very upset, obviously, and like walked outside. And she said like her spirit was like out in my Nana's front yard, like telling her it's going to be okay, just be there for your mother kind of thing. Like your Nana's spirit was in my um, her mother. So because like she my, my Nana's mother passed in my Nana's home. And so my aunt was very upset, my Nana's daughter, my mother's sister. And so she like ran outside in the front yard and was like on the cul-de-sac, like curb, like kind of crying. And she, my, okay. Her name was mom. All Pate. She's from Alabama. So mom, all Pate, the spirit form of mom, all Pate showed up. And now this was just a story that I was told over and over again, growing up and just, and they used it as like, you know, the religious upbringing and Jesus and God and all that and angels and things like that. But um, yeah, I just, so I always kind of had this, like, it was, I'll be honest. It was like more of a fear of like, what's the afterlife? What's the unknown? I was like spooked. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really yeah. watch scary movies. And, uh, then I had some weird experiences happen. So I don't know. Do I just like dive into it? Yeah, that- yeah. Okay. let's do it. Yeah. So- I'm just, just to recap that. And you probably said it, I was just more in awe of the story. How old were you? The basis of that story with mama oh gosh mama mama pay um god i mean i remember them telling me that when i was like who who definitely sounds like a franchise owner of a cracker barrel i just want to throw that (laughs) yeah you know what yeah i that's right the last name was pate like p-a-t-e so one word one syllable very very uh very country uh but i i mean i maybe six, seven. Okay. I mean, I remember that story for as long as I can remember. So um, it could have been sooner, but like I said, it was more of a fear memory. Like they kind of used it as like fear, like you got to be good, you know, go to go to heaven, got to go. Da, 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 da. Uh, so was so she ghosts. was like an elf on the shelf for you. Kind of. 
kind of. That's why. <laughs> and I always just kind of thought Mama Pate was like in my Nana's house because wow. like they always just talked about her like that. I, I don't know. It was just a lot for a, a young child that had no siblings, no friends. I was like by myself in an overactive imagination. So I would hear things. I mean, not really, but who knows? Um, I mean, maybe now thinking about it, but probably not. I think she's gone because there's no haunting at my Nana's house. But so let's fast forward a couple of decades. And the, this was like the first, so before this experience, this event happened, my now husband and I had just moved in together for the first time. And this was like 2016. Yeah. And I started having what I thought was lucid dreams and it was so, or, or lucid dreams or sleep paralysis. And what would happen is like, I would feel like I, I would be asleep but I couldn't move. That's why I thought it was sleep paralysis, mm -hmm. but I was fully aware of what was going on. So that's why I was like, well, it was it lucid dreaming? But it was the weirdest thing. It was like, my body was like vibrating. Like it, I don't, I can't even explain it to you. I, at the time I didn't know what was going on, but I think like I was trying to ask or project or something. My husband, my well, then boyfriend would wake me up because I'd be sweating, kind of like tossing and turning. And I'm just like, these are crazy dreams. And they weren't so scary. It was just more, I could not, control waking up I had no control over what was happening mm -hmm. and that yeah. freaked me out the most so that happened I don't gosh several several tens of times and I just like again must be my overactive imagination I have bad anxiety maybe it's this who knows so then we moved to West Midtown this was like 2017 and again I've been having all those weird like dreams I say dreams in quotation marks and <clears throat> one night and we got a pup um, we got a pup later in 2016, like in December, 2016. So she was about six months old in our new apartment and we were sleeping one night and I am having, and I used to really have crazy dreams, not necessarily scary, but just very vivid dreams. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was dreaming one night and I don't remember the dream, but it was like my dream got interrupted all of a sudden, like we interrupt this message kind of thing. And I am walking down a staircase and I can tell it's a subway going, I'm going to the subway. I've never been to the subway, never been to New York, but I can tell my dream is subway. And there's always people walking past me and this gentleman all of a sudden stands in front of me and I can tell he's dressed from out of this decade. So he like, looks like he's like 1920s, 1930s. So like th imagine like the wife beater tucked into really high pants that are mm -hmm. kind of baggy and pleated. And it's kind of got that newsies, like newsboy hat on, but it's a grown man. And he grabs my arms, like I'm standing here, like, you know, by the shoulders, by the arms. And I feel, I feel it physically in my dream. And he like spins me around. My feet are like, you know, in the air and this is all in a dream. And he looks at me and he's like, you're not who I'm looking for. And then I woke up and he was like at the foot of my bed Dude. and like, oh. I, I just, but it was not scary. Like it was not scary. And I did the whole thing where I kind of like, you know, rub my eyes. Cause I'm like, what in the heck? Yeah. Smoking a cigarette. And that is like, the smoke is what I saw. Like, I mean, I see him totally fine. And my dog is at the foot of the bed. She looks at him. And then I start shaking my, I start shaking Stan. I'm like, wake up. And of course, you know, he kind of fades away, but I was like, interesting. That was so, that was so crazy. Wow. That's super weird to, I mean, just to like have a dream and then have someone come up to you in the dream and be like, you're not who I'm looking for. Wait, but that kind of, so strange. I feel like that kind of helps us understand sleep paralysis a little bit more. Cause we Noah and I have both had it countless times. I like oh. had it last week and it's so bizarre because 
you're right. You're awake for, for some of it. You can't move. You try to like vocalize to get someone to like shake you and it's awful. And then, and then sometimes it's like, um, inception where like you're having it in your dream and then you wake up and you're still stuck in it, but now you're actually awake. And I feel like yours is the first story we've heard where there's a next step. Like maybe it is some sort of like weird place where, Oh, just wait. I have, I have like part two of this story. Well, before we move on, I am curious. So you said that the, the gentleman was at the end of your bed. Was he translucent? Did he look like a fully formed person? Yes. He was like a fully formed formed Hmm. person person. And he was dressed in the exact same thing he was wearing in like the dream. And he was smoking a cigarette and he was just sitting there like just chilling. And so clearly he was looking for somebody. And I mean, I don't know. I know it's a whole other conversation of like spirits that stay like if they're looking for unresolved business or this or that, or is it just like molecules left over from their death? I don't know. That's like a Netflix documentary I heard about. This episode of the Real Hauntings Real Ghost Stories podcast is brought to you by Wild Grain. Hey everyone, it's Noah Daniels and I'm here to talk to you again about Wild Grain. Our last shipment of Wild Grain was so good that my four-year-old cannot stop asking for more of that awesome bread with dinner. And I'm not going to lie, I'm right there with him. And honestly, there's nothing quite like the smell of fresh bread baked coming from the oven. What if I told you that you too could get that delicious experience of homemade bread with none of the time and work involved? Well, you can by ordering from Wild Grain. Wild Grain is the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Every item bakes frozen in 25 minutes or less, no thawing required. And you can now fully customize your wild grain box, so you can choose any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries. You can even build a box of only breads, only pastas, or only pastries if you'd like. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box. When you go to wildgrain.com slash hauntings to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash hauntings. That's wildgrain.com slash hauntings, or you can use promo code hauntings at checkout. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. But you, um, when you dream, do you often remember your dreams? So the next story that I'm about to tell you, it traumatized me so much. I have not dreamed since I'm not even, wait a minute. You, you like self-deleted your dreams. <laughs> I honestly think it gave me so much, like, I, I don't know it, it I, but then again, it was so intense. And when I tell you a story, you'll be like, okay, now I see why. I don't know if it just like, if something part of my brain just like shut off because like remind you building up to this moment, I was having these weird experiences in my dreams where I was just like, 
like I'm, I'm kind of OCD with my anxiety, right? The last thing I want is not to have control, let alone when I am sleeping, right? Yeah. It's like an autopilot thing already. Mm-hmm. And I can't like it, it just, oh my goodness. Like right now I'm, I'm getting hot remember like thinking about all of these like oh. I'm like triggered or anything but like I'm just like god I remember that almost like not cardiac arrest but you're like convulsing on the bed because yeah I was just sleeping but in my head I'm like I cannot get out of this body like I'm like alien coming out of my rib cage or something oh my god okay well you're gonna have to tell us right now <laughs> I really hope I just didn't like build it up so much and then it's like oh no 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 it'll be good <laughs> so Love a good dream story <laughs> So this was not too long after that experience with the gentleman looking for somebody. Um, and like clear as day, wrong decade, like dressed. You know what I mean? That's how it was so out of like the picture out mm-hmm. of the, um, the outlier. So one night we're sleeping and and I can't really describe it ex- exactly like, but and maybe you guys, can, JJ, you, you and Kat can speak to this, but. I remember always knowing when I was about to lucid dream or, or sleep paralysis, Mm -hmm. like you kind of like, I can't explain it. It's like, I kind of started to get like a sense of the dream. And I was like, ah, shoot, not again. I cannot have this happen again. Yeah. And that's when like the, you know, the anxiety and the the panic would ensue. So remember when I mentioned the, like when I, it first started happening, our first apartment, it was a very weird feeling. Like it was almost like my body was trying to separate. Mm -hmm. That's how it's always felt. So this one night, oh my goodness, we're sleeping. And all of a sudden I start to have the feeling and I'm like, oh, not again, not again. But I literally, and I will never forget this for the rest of my life. I am leaving my body and I am trying to fight. Like I am, I'm fighting. And so remember in Peter Pan, like when they're learning how to fly, they're like swimming through the air, like, like silly. That is what's happening we had really high ceilings. I am like floating away from my body. This is the first time it's ever fully like left my body. It's kind of like floated on top, never thought anything too much of it. But like, this is the first time where I can, I am perched like a gargoyle. I'm not even kidding. I know it sounds so silly, but like I couldn't really go anywhere. And it was like pulling me the top corner of the room. And I was just like watching. I saw me and Stan in the bed, like there's our bodies. And there's my dog on the floor by the front, by our bedroom door. Well, she was, you know, like seven months, so eight months. So she was still kind of a puppy. And we kept the door cracked open because she'd like to go lay in the kitchen on the tile. Mm -hmm. So I'm like perched in this corner. (sighs) Like, wow, okay, this is not ideal. How do I get back to my body? I cannot leave. I'm trying to like swim, but it's like my feet are like stuck, glued to the corner of the, the ceiling. And all of a sudden, this like toddler infant <gasps> like young boy he's wearing like a black and white striped shirt and he's wearing like denim overalls right oh in through the like crack of the he rides through the door from the doors open he's on a little like red tricycle and i want you to think of the most stereotypical red tricycle a toddler's gonna ride okay and oh, i'm getting goosebumps this is the part that i cannot express enough the intense evil energy that I felt I will I'm getting goosebumps I will never forget it in my life and he just looked at me and I was like what in the actual hell is happening and I see our bodies down there just sleeping and he's just staring at me and like it's evil like all consuming evil my dog lifts her head up so I'm watching her as some psycho gargoyle spirit whatever the hell she like she senses it you know what i mean and he is stationed like basically right in front of her like he rolled his bike 
I don't know how long it lasted. It was probably like 10 seconds, 15 seconds felt like forever. I was also, you know, whatever the hell in the corner of my ceiling. And as soon as he leaves, I was able to finally float back down to my body. And it was the most intense thing that's ever happened. Scared the absolute bejeebies out of me. And like, I did some, some lots of healing, lots of energy cleaning kind of thing. And I was like, I hope that never happens to me again. But I just, I have always felt very intuitive and this is kind of where that whole like belief of what there's else out there kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm a psychic or all that kind of stuff. No, but I just mean like there is an energy, there is, there is a dimension, there's a plane that we're may, maybe we're walking along with. I don't know, but yeah. it's out there, more people are sensitive to it. I don't know what the heck that was. I I'm assuming it was like some form of astral projecting. You believe in that. And that was like a different plane, but this is the crazy part. I researched it. Cause I was like, what? And like, cause I mean, when that happens to you, yeah. you don't just go, okay, let's just go about our dailies. I don't, I'm like, what just happened to me? And I was reading about astral projection. Of course I was on Reddit. So I was like freaked out. Mm-hmm. And then I was reading about how demons will disguise themselves as infants and small children. Mm. Yes. We've heard that from some of our guests before mm-hmm. that they're like, it's always the, the, the ghosts that look like little kids that you got to look out for because they're like, and most people who die are old. So, and everything that you're saying, like, I totally believe that it happened to you. And, and I totally understand that feeling of just having this really intense energy after a really intense dream and also being locked in your body. I have never heard anything like that though, floating up, like you could see, were y'all wearing the same outfits and everything? Yes, it was like, <gasps> it, it, I mean, you, I mean, gosh, I'm not trying to compare it to Insidious because that movie is traumatizing for me as well. But because I'm, I'm honestly like a scaredy cat just a little bit. You know what I mean? I mean, I'll watch scary movies, but like, I'm not like a fan of scary movies, but it was full on completely separated from my body. The craziest thing was just like looking at like, okay, let's, they probably were like 10, 11 foot ceilings. So just picture like, an adult sized body. If it was Spider-Man in the corner, that's what was happening. I know. That's all I can picture is you just like manically up in this corner. Like what the heck? Who that is, but that? that's exactly what was, I was doing. Like what? I, I just, I can't, I can't get over the feeling of just seeing me and Stan laying there. I can like, it, I, 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 it sounds insane. I, when I messaged you it, I was like, I don't know if I sound crazy for saying that, but this experience happened to me. And then when homeboy rolls in and like, <laughs> Again, we've all felt weird energy, right? I am talking the most evil, dark, something is not okay, like to make it fun, but like, no, seriously not okay. Do you remember if the kid had black eyes or not? Oh my God, yes, he did. He had black eyes. Oh Oh my God, are you gonna freak me out? I'm scared, what's what? (laughs) He's right behind you. Wait, Um, wait, everybody, can everybody just stop really quick? I need to go turn on the, I just need to turn on our overhead lights, okay? Because I'm scared, so don't talk. (laughs) I I am definitely sweating, that is for sure. The reason I asked if it had black eyes because we have heard stories of the black-eyed children who people believe are some kind or do um but who are people believe are some kind of demonic presence that presents themselves as children we had a a friend of the show 
um, come on and tell us about black eyed children who knocked on her door. I think when she was out for a skiing trip with her family and her family had left to go run some errands and it was, you know, if I remember it correctly, she described it as, you know, essentially demons that were presenting themselves as children knocking on her door that had black eyes like soulless Ugh. black eyes that and that's what it made me think true. of that yeah. and red rum i just kept hearing red rum red rum red rum, red rum. <laughs> <laughs> why did you do that voice and then our blind cat, black cat just jumped up and scared me oh i mean i feel like <sighs> light flickering like follows me everywhere and i just finished stranger things like of course like everybody oh don't tell it. me i haven't i haven't finished I it yet y'all this podcast oh. has made me so, so superstitious i was walking to work the other night and a black cat just ran out from me and i was like well that's it here comes the bus let me oh. just step out in the street oh, no. I, I would like to say on behalf of black cats that a lot of shelters uh have more trouble adopting out black cats because of that and it's Aww. it's they're they're not bad omen wow i my mind is blown by that entire story though and now Last time we talked about they're like, this is a thing. Like, of course it is. Cause I mean, demonic evil. Yeah. That's exactly how it felt. Like not hide your kids, hide your wife kind of thing. You know what I mean? So uh -huh. your, your boyfriend at the time, husband now, is he into believing in any of this stuff? Did he have any weird vibes at night? No, he slept through it all. He believes in it. <laughs> um, he, yeah, he believes in it, but he, no, he did not wake up at all. Now he has woken me up when I've had, not that experience because I was watching, you know what I mean? So no, he was not waking me up, but the times in like our first apartment, when I first started experiencing this weird, whatever was happening in my sleep, I would wake up with him, like on top of me being like, are you okay? And I wasn't always like screaming or yelling, but I'd just be restless. Like, you know, have you know. ever talked to a medium or psychic about that experience? I not about that experience, but I have been to psychics and things like that. Before. What if I maybe kind of brought on, uh two medium psychics that we do stuff with to give you their opinion of what that whole experience was i mean i'm down but if they tell me that i'm cursed i may throw up on your podcast here they are <laughs> no um okay I, i'm just curious i would love to know what evelyn and jess have to say about i, I would love experience. to know because like it I'm not kidding. I haven't dreamed. I, I cannot tell you the last time I dreamed. Wow. That's the most cool. fascinating part to me because yeah. I have super vivid dream. And, and this is also why I asked you if you remember your dreams, because I find that a lot of people like Kat and I that have vivid dreams that are, um, you know, have these night terrors and you know all these other things and you guys both of you get sleep paralysis sleep paralysis i don't i well. i tend to only get it when i'm really stressed out or anxious now I, it's, it's pretty rare that i get it now there have been periods in my life like when i was going through my divorce that i got it a lot but it, it's it's pretty infrequent now especially that i take lexapro now i i don't get a ton of issues just in general with anxiety but um it still happens it happened about three weeks ago, I had I, I saw a spider drop down. Um, but it, like I said, I've said it a hundred times on the podcast. It, it has happened so many times I don't even pay it any any attention. Yeah. I'm just like it, the day that it is going to be a real spider, it's just going to eat my face because I'm going to be like, eh, that's not real. It's too big to be real or whatever. Well, it you know, and it does. I mean, that's a very traumatic experience that you had, Liz and Noah. And it sounds like yours, you know, maybe are washed out by you know, whatever, um, things going on in your life or medication. Cause for me, it, it's very inconsistent. 
I feel like we go through phases where we can't sleep and then we'll take something to help like melatonin or something. And then I don't know, my dreams are inconsistent, but a lot of the times they're very vivid and or sleep paralysis, or I wake up like super emotional and I wish it would go away. But it's Liz, you, you mentioned like after that dream, you did a lot of like energy healing and kind of stuff like that. I wonder if you did something so intensely that you like protected yourself, which is amazing. And please teach us what you did. Cause I would like to try that. Mm, I, well, you know, I'd like to know what I did too. I, mean, <laughs> I got in a pretty bad car accident that gave me a really bad concussion. So mm-hmm. maybe I just like scrambled my brain a little bit and cause my car accident happened like not too long after that. Um, but I, I don't know. Cause I used oh, to, have, do you think that kid was an omen for your car accident? You so. know, I never thought about that. That's interesting. But you know what? Now I really like, want your medium friends to come on. I want to talk to them. Yeah, that would be really cool. Also, black eyed children, like usually they ring a doorbell or knock on the door. And most of the stories of people encountering them are them opening the door to them. And you're not supposed to let them in. Well, the but door is open. Right. That's the thing. It like Whoa! was something. Oh, 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 I got chills. Ew. Oh. It was coming into your room. But they but say also- the same thing about the black eyed peas, too. <laughs> you you shouldn't open your door to that. <laughs> fucking asshole but maybe it that that sorry yeah yeah like peas are gonna start singing it i know <laughs> we can't afford that so please t- <laughs> oh yeah right but maybe it like it felt the no from your dog or from you up in the gargoyle corner that's just i just think it's so interesting that you you just don't have it happen anymore i mean i would certainly miss the dreaming part of sleeping for me because I have had so many interesting vivid dreams and every now and then I have ones that I can control, which I like, Uh, but I I don't have a super ton of horror dreams anymore. They do come. And when they happen, I really hate them because they're, (laughs) you know, I wake up and I might, my pillow will be wet because I was just like sobbing the whole time, you know, or what have you. But a lot of times they're like that. I remember they're pretty pleasant. I mean, I, I, I've shared on the podcast before the craziest thing I ever happened in a dream was when I was a teenager and I literally dreamt a whole life, uh, or it seemed like it, like I had a wife, I had kids. I remember very vividly walking on the beach with my like love of my life. And, and then this couch and just seeing everybody age throughout time on this couch, like almost like something you would see in a movie, you know, like people like cinematically running by and now the kids are this old and we're this old and, you know, we're this old. Um, and then waking up and it, for a brief moment, it made me really question like what my reality was because I had such a strong visceral physical connection to this person that does not exist to the point now that I'm in my mid thirties and I'm still talking about this experience I had as a teenager. And I only bring it up to say that I love the topic of dreams. It's always a fascinating thing. I don't know if people always connect it to supernatural or the spiritual world, but it is really interesting you know, I've had dreams where I've, I've seen something in a dream and then it's happened. Um, so, I mean, there, there are things there, there's something there more than what we can just explain to, Oh, it's just a dream. I woke up, I went to sleep and I woke up. Um, and that's, it's not for everybody, but I mean, it does happen to some people. So I appreciate you sharing that story as horrifying as it was. Well, you know, don't they say, and I don't know who they are and I don't know exactly what they say. The so Illuminati. You know how they say like, we don't use like a hundred percent of our brain functionality. And I just wonder like when you're sleeping or like when, like, at, you know, not to say I've tripped, 
but you know, when they say you do things, you can like say that, it. Okay, well, I, I tried it once and it was, um, it was an experience to say the least. I was a very young and stupid teenager and it was, cr- I mean, it was, I, it was fine. I was like in an apartment, but it was crazy. And just like the way things looked and, and sounded, it was just completely uh, upside down from what life is in reality. But it made me think just like, you know, how they talk about, we don't, we only use like X percent of our brain power, blah, 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 blah. So I'm just like wondering if when you're well rested and you're, or, and you're like, you're sleeping, like, so your brain is like shut off. Right. Essentially. If that's when whatever, I'm not trying to say doors open, but roll with me. You know what I mean? Like there is that connection. Maybe if you are more intuitive or somebody who's more open to that kind of stuff, I have no idea. Like how some people are, well, yeah, people are this, all I, I know is that was just not real. Like that was not our re- our dimension that whatever was happening was happening in. But then the dream that you're describing, I, I haven't had something exactly like that where it was like a whole life cycle, but I've had back when I would have crazy vivid dreams leading up to this and I've had them my whole life. I would have dreams where it would be like someone else's life. I was living it and I'd wake up going, wait, who the hell was that person and that man? Like it would be like a different relationship and like a whole mm-hmm. different environment, home bed. I'd wake up and I'm like, where the hell am I? Cause in my dream, yeah. I was somewhere else. And, it's uh, yeah, and I bet you've had this happen. I've had dreams where I wake up in the dream, but it's still the dream. And oh, then I wake yes. up in real life. Like there's some trippy shit you can go through in a dream. It, it reminds me, I just saw, um, I got a new radio installed in my car today, but it was kind of farther away from where I live. So I had to basically spend the whole day just walking through like department store parking lots to burn six hours. So I went, I went to an AMC and saw the new Dr. Strange movie, which oh. was all about like par- paranormal universes. And mm-hmm. it was wild. Spoiler alert. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but just in case you want to skip this part, there was a really a mad minutes. multiverse. <laughs> but anyway, like they, they, <laughs> yeah. they, 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 they kind of hint that dreams are actual realities that kind of stuff but here's the funny note about what happened to me today seeing that movie so i haven't taken my reflux medicine in like three days i've just forgotten to take it so i had to poop during the the movie and i missed the last like 15 i missed the entire conclusion i have no idea how (laughs) dr strange saved the day literally when i got back into the movie theater i sat down and it was him like arm to arm with his allies during the thing and they were like you crazy bastard i can't believe you did that to save the day and i was you like missed what did he do easiest part i have no That's idea crazy. so i'll have to wait and see it on disney plus yeah that was my long, afternoon how long were you pooping 15 minutes i already said it i, I feel very uncomfortable and exposed right now let's move along so Liz, well, speaking um, of uncomfortable and exposed when you're dreaming and your brain waves are kind of low same with like meditation when you're like training your brain i mean people say that that's the best time when you can communicate with spirit world so if you're already like pretty perceptive and intuitive and all these things. I think your brain is already, even if you don't know how to hone that or understand it or feel it when you're sleeping, maybe it's more open, which is kind of maybe what we're experiencing too. Waking up in the middle of it. Like I had a creepy dream the other weekend or week where I was like, uh, being chased by some old lady ghost or something. And like, I just kept hiding from her. So I hid Mm -hmm. under my blanket in the dream and I woke up like under my blanket in real life Ooh. and I old lady to- ghost huh yeah oh stop no i think we we're in florida oh okay uh, where are we i don't remember i, I don't remember anyways you if mean. anybody out there listening is a dream specialist I, I was about to say you guys we need like a dream doctor like we, we do somebody yeah. to come tell us like what is the connection we need dr strange <laughs> we do yeah 
Well, Liz, if our fans have really enjoyed listening to you on this episode, why don't you tell us about your podcast and how they can get more of you on the daily? Yeah, so it's not about ghosts and things like that, although totally fascinating. Uh, So it is called the In-Between Podcast. It's like life's in between. So mental health, funny stuff. It's not just like, namaste, let's talk about breathing. No, it's not that. Um, I don't know how to breathe that well. That's what everyone tells me. <laughs> Everyone's like, breath work will help with your anxiety. So yeah, but no, it's talking about imposter syndrome, self-empowerment, believing in our, yourself, but in a really fun kind of theatrical, like imagine a theater kid having a podcast talking about self-love, self-improvement, just being the best friggin' version of yourself. And also understanding that we're all in the, like, I almost have we're all in this together. And I just want to start doing a musical. This together. Uh, uh, oh, I better stop before we have to pay. Wow. Yeah. This is thankfully you guys can show like the actual video footage of us dancing. Just uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we're all in this together in the sense of like, we're all kind of struggling. I went through a really, really bad period the past couple of years of like mental health depression. And I just realized, wow, had I known that so many other people are struggling with this, it, I wouldn't have felt so alone. And as much as I hate that we are, you know, struggling with our mental health, it is so much better and comforting to know, even if I feel like I'm in a hole and there's no light at the end of the tunnel, there's other people there. And I I don't mean that as misery loves company. That's not the message I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to say together, we're stronger, you know? Right. And it's so true. Like if we had had some of these tools growing up, imagine like how much more understanding we would have on steps to take. I would have believed in myself so much better. Yeah, I would have went after my dreams and goals when I was like 18 and young and naive and like, what am I doing? I mean, I barely smell up like an adult now at 31. So that's super cool. I can't wait to listen to it. We're all theater nerds. So we're I love it. I feel like we would totally benefit. We're all theater nerds who are on mental health medication. (laughs) You know what? That's going to be our fan club's name. Yes. (laughs) Theater nerds on mental health medication. Yes. Well, I'll tell you mine. (laughs) I'm super excited to have you back on to talk to one of our friends. So excited. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. But also, um, why don't you tell us your handles, your podcast and your personal one, if you want to. Yes, absolutely. And I was just thinking you'll have to come on to we'll figure out the episode like maybe we can do in between because i try to, to name my episodes like and i don't and i don't know why i decided to do this but now that i've done it, i'm like i have to keep up with it but like in between whatever the topic is going to be right so it could be in between hauntings in between yeah mm, i don't know we'll figure it out but it'll be a great time so on instagram um it is in period in dot between pod so not podcast just pod in dot between pod on tiktok find me on tiktok it's the in between podcast i was able to get that handle all the way nice instagram not so much curses but and then my personal is elizabeth cheney underscore i will say it made me feel really good the fan was telling me that they a lot of the people they find and listen to their stuff they literally click on their stuff from the descriptions in our podcast and i was like oh somebody reads these that's so great (laughs) i have so much fun running the descriptions i don't know if that's just me and i will crack myself up sometimes i'll be like stan come read what i wrote and i'm like nobody cares but i do it after editing for like three hours so i'm just like (laughs) so with that i'm noah daniels i'm jj and i'm kat and i'm liz Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. 
Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.